What up? What up? What up? What is up, everyone? Hope everyone is having a great weekend so far. My name is Chris Asbrock of Impact Sports Cincinnati. And I am in my car on my way back to campground for a family campout. I'm sweating my butt off. It has been a long week and it is all culminating, thankfully, with a couple big events. First, mainly, FC Cincinnati are back in action tonight against the Columbus Crew. You can check that out on FS1 tonight at 10.30. And the reason I'm actually podcasting today is for UFC 251, the event at Fight Island that Dana White and the UFC crew were, you know, were very successful in getting going. Uh, We are finally back to... A major pay-per-view that is not in Vegas. Uh, obviously, we did see UFC 249 that did take place in Jacksonville, Florida. So that was, you know, that was pretty cool to see. However, you know, now we have UFC 251 uh, taking place at Fight Island, which is Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi, uh, the United Arab Emirates. So, uh, so this is, like I said, it's a massive card. Uh, two great uh, women's fights. Well, one great women's fight, let's put it that way, and the other one's going to be, should be a bloodbath. And then three championship fights that, uh, you know, also they they have some intrigue to, uh, to go along with everything. So, uh, you know, let's get it going here. Let's take a look at the first fight to kick off the main card, which is uh, Amanda Hebos coming in at 9-1, taking on Paige Van Zandt, 8-4. Now, many of you know I'm a huge Paige Van Zandt fan. I, I love her. I think she's... Uh, I think she's great, but in this case, she's just going to get pummeled. Uh, this is a bad matchup and what should be Paige Van Zandt's last fight in the UFC. Uh, this is a bad, bad matchup for Amanda Hebos is a, she is a beast. She will, she, she will put a, a hurting on you. And I think that's what's going to happen in this fight here. Um, Paige Van Zandt, I mean, you know, her career, uh, you know, there's no doubt the girl's got talent. Uh I don't know. Uh, let's be honest. I mean, she's she's a beautiful, beautiful girl, beautiful woman, and uh, it's you know, and she's a great, talented fighter as well, and she's shown that. Uh, but she just, you know, I think the I don't want to say she was over promoted, but she might have been, and I don't blame the UFC for doing that. Um, but it, it's you know, it, it's not looking um, it's not looking too positive if you're a diehard PBZ fan because. Uh, E-Boss should just go out and really, um, you know, really take, you know, take control uh, of this fight. And I think that's what will happen. Um, but, I mean, there still is some intrigue to this fight. I mean, let's be honest. It's, you know, Paige Van Zandt's no pushover. She's not at all. And um, she certainly has the ability and talent to to pull off the upset. I mean, she's a major underdog uh, going into this fight. So... You know, you never want to you never want to overlook PBZ because she can get the job done. Um, you know, I I want to I want to say the fight's going to be closer, but I'm just I'm just not seeing it. Um, my pick is uh, is Hebos to uh, to take this win. Uh, next one's Jessica Andrade, twenty and seven, coming in against Rose Thug Yamadi. Let's try that again, Namahunas, um, who's eight and four. Uh, this one is an interesting one. Um, you know, major importance for both fighters. 
Um, both both are coming off the of losses. Uh, Rose's last loss was to Jessica Andrade, um, and in a fight that Rose, I she she controlled the majority of that fight. Unfortunately, uh, she got caught and got slammed down, and and that was all she wrote. But uh, Rose Namajunas is a she's a great great fighter. I mean, you know, you you look at you look at the the fight, you know, the the fight here, and you see how you see how you just you don't expect it to play out the way it did last time. That's kind of what I'm trying to get at here. I, I don't see I, I don't see Andrade, um, you know, taking taking Rose out again in the second round like uh, like last time. She does land an average of 6.55 significant strikes a minute, compared to just 3.95 for no uh, for Rose Namajunas. Um, however, Rose has the she's got the height and reach advantage to negate that, and that's what you know. That's what she was able to do successfully, and in that first fight, unfortunately, she did just get caught. Um, you know, let's be honest. Like I said, Rose is not going to. She's not going to come in and fight the same fight she did uh, before. She will, she will, you know, come back with a with a few adjustments because it was working in the first fight where she was. Uh, it was. I don't want to say it was, you know, it was, it was a blow because it really wasn't. But she can, she can take advantage of the situation that that was at hand previously, and and I think she can build off of that. So. Expect Rose Namajunas to come back and, and avenge that loss last year to uh, Jessica Andrade in what should be, like I said, a very good fight. I truly believe that. I think it's going to be a really good one. Um, you know, it's just it, this is, you know, this should be a good one. I, I really truly believe that. And and like I said, expect Rose Namajunas to get the victory uh, and avenge that last loss to Jessica Andrade. Um, next one here is for the vacant Bantamweight title, and that is Piotr Jan, 14-1, taking on Jose Aldo. Uh, Jose Aldo is one of the greatest featherweights uh, out there. Uh, I mean, his career has been nothing short of phenomenal. Uh, he did suffer a couple bad, bad losses recently uh, to Max Holloway. Um you know those those two losses were. I mean, they were, that was tough, and it's it's hard to see um, Jose Aldo. You know, in his legendary career, to where I mean, you just you can't see you can't see him getting back to where he was before. His his career, I I know, definitely regressing. It's just the the matter of how bad it's regressing. Uh, I don't foresee him being a force in the future if she, if he does win this title. Uh, but if he does win the title, that's a huge, huge, huge step in his career uh, for a guy who's, who's, like I said, one of the one of the best. Uh, him winning the vacant Bantamweight title would be just, uh, you know, I don't want to say shocking, but it would be unbelievable. And, and let's be honest here, in this fight, uh, the winner of this fight is going to have an uphill battle. Uh, because the bantamweight division is an absolute murderer's row. Uh, the top ten is loaded. Uh, it's looking like Aljamain Sterling is going to get this. Uh, is going to get the next fight. 
uh, next title fight, I should say. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. But, um, you know, this is going to be, this is an interesting fight. I think uh, Jan, I think he's, you know, I, I think he's got the, I think he's got the advantage overall. And uh, you don't expect Jan to take down Jose Aldo in this fight. I, I don't expect that to be the case. Um, he's going to push the pace and he's going to walk into Jose Aldo looking to to land some significant strikes because that's just what Peter Jan does. Uh, he's 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 a stud and um, he's he's one that can he can definitely you know he can lay it out there and, and land the knockout blow. Um, I don't expect. I want to see Jose Aldo, you know, I want to, like I said, I don't, I don't foresee Jan trying to take, take Aldo down. He does, Jose Aldo has great, great takedown defense. So I don't see that going to, you know, being the case here. Uh, Like I said, I think this is going to be more of a stand up, you know, type fight to where um, Jose Aldo is going to need to, like I said, I think these guys are going to stand in there and trade some shots. But I don't see Jose Aldo having much success if he's unable to land any leg kicks. The leg kicks are going to be where it's key for Jose Aldo. He's going to have to land the leg kicks and, you know, keep Piotr Jan at, you know, at bay here. Because if he's able to, if he just allows him to walk in and, and, and pressure him and drop the bombs... It's going to be game over for Jose Aldo, I feel, and uh, that's that's the one thing you really want to take you know take uh, you know take notes on and keep and keep an eye out on in this fight is that because if Jose Aldo is able to land the leg kicks, this should be you know the potential is there for Jose Aldo to come away with the victory and pull off the subset. But um, I think overall, I think you know. I, this one's going to go the distance. I don't foresee either fighter knocking each other out. Uh, I do see Jan coming away with the victory here and claiming the vacant, uh, the vacant belt. I think that's just the, I just think that's just the way it's going to go. Uh, the next fight, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, the champion, twenty-one and one, versus Max Holloway, twenty-one and five for the featherweight title. Uh, this is a rematch of their last fight uh, that these guys. Um, in December, and um, this this one's intriguing as well. Uh, Volkanovski could very well be the most underrated fighter or underrated champion in this promotion. Um, he doesn't do anything beautiful. Um, he's not a you know he's not an exciting fighter, and I think that's why he does get overlooked. Uh, he's a very workmanlike fighter. Um, he will he'll stand in there, and he will you know. Again, it's just a workmanlike performance. It seems like in every fight he he does, um, and that's you know that's what that's what I foresee happening here. Uh, Volkanovski was able to uh, land leg kicks, and that really dismantled the the game plan of Max Holloway in the first fight. And that's you know, and that's something you can expect in this one as well if he's able to do that. I think if he you know, if he's able to stick with that game plan, because this was, this first fight was not even close. It was not a close fight at all. 
uh, Volkanovski completely dominated the fight. Um, he he made Max Holloway a one-dimensional fighter uh, with those leg kicks, and he very very predictable. Like I said, one-dimensional there to where it was an easy fight for Volkanovski to capitalize, and you know in the situations that were uh, presented to him. And that's what he did. Uh, so that's something you can expect, I think, in this one. Uh, another key to watch out is Max Holloway did all of his training with his coaches via Zoom calls. That is something very, very important to watch in this fight. Not having the training, the hands-on training that you normally get in a fight camp, not having that, doing it all over Zoom, that's that could be pretty damaging, you know, for Max Holloway in this fight. That's something I'm definitely intrigued on, and I really want to see um, it play out. And I, that's that's the one thing that I am very very intrigued to see. I'm very intrigued to see it. Um, you know, that's you know the way this thing could play out is, you know, it could be. I don't want to say ugly, uh, but it's not going to be an exciting fight. I I see it being sort of like the first one. uh, A nice workman-like performance for Volkanovski to capture the title. Or not capture the title, but retain his title. Uh, I just don't see Max Holloway coming away with the victory. And, you know, even though he's he's a great, great fighter, I just don't see it happening. I think it's it's too much of an uphill battle for... uh, you know, for Max Holloway in this fight here against Volkanovski. I just think it's going to be a tough one for him. Um, so expect expect Volkanovski to come away with the victory uh, via the judge's decision on this one. Uh, in the main event, Kamara Usman, the champion, comes in at 16-1, taking on Jorge Masvidal. Uh, this is for the welterweight title, and this one, this one should be, this one should be a good one as well. And one I can, um, I'm excited to see. Uh, Jorge Masvidal finally gets a shot at, at glory here and a belt. And uh, that's the one thing that I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm certainly intrigued to see here. It's been, this is his 49th professional fight. And uh, the first title opportunity for Masvidal. So this is, like I said, very, very intriguing to see. Um, I am curious to see how it does play out. Uh, Masvidal is a he's a beast. Um, he's coming in on a three win uh, on a three win streak uh, compared to eleven for uh, Kamara Usman. Uh, if you haven't seen Kamara Usman fight, he is an absolute beast as well. Um, he's one you definitely want to uh, you know keep your eye on as well because he's a like I said he's a beast and he's one that can. Uh, he's he's gonna wrestle you and he's gonna take you down and he's gonna make you uh, make you pay and so that's something you you'll need to uh, expect in this fight as well um, it's you know this one has this one has the potential to be a phenomenal fight uh, and something that uh, you know it's gonna be interesting to see how how it does how it all plays out uh, I think like I said, Kamar Usman is the champion for a reason. He's a he's an absolute stud, and that's uh, that's something like I said to keep your eye on in this fight. Uh, reach advantage as well. Um, you know, Usman has a two-inch reach advantage, 
And that's something, like I said, to to keep your eye on. Both guys do land over four significant strikes per minute. 4.6 for Usman compared to 4.34 for Jorge Masvidal. And each average around an accuracy of those strikes of around 50%. Um, Usman is just over 50, and he's at 52, and Masvidal's at 47. Um, both guys absorb around three significant strikes per per minute. So it's very similar on what they receive and deliver. Uh, so that's something obviously to take an eye on or keep your eye on. Uh, however, this fight is going to be one I truly believe on the mat. I don't think the fighters are going to keep it on their feet. I don't. I just don't see that being the case here. Um, Usman averages a, a takedown per round compared to Masvidal's one per fight. So it's it's an average of one per 15 minutes compared to three per 15 minutes, uh, which equals out obviously to a round there on, um, for Kamar Usman. Uh, this fight, like I said, this fight's going to be on, on Kamar Usman's terms. He's going to dictate how this fight goes. And because here's the thing, if he wants to keep it, if he wants to keep the fight standing, he can, but I think he's going to try and take him down to the ground. I, I, I can see that being the case because his wrestling is going to is going to dictate the terms of this fight. That's how it's gonna that's how it's gonna play out. Um, it's hard. I mean, Usman has never been taken down in the UFC, while Masvidal has a defense of seventy two percent. I'm sorry, seventy eight percent. Uh, takedown defense rate, uh, but that's not obviously close to the 100% defense rate of Kamar Usman. So like I said, this fight's going to be dictated by Kamar Usman and his ability to take down Jorge Masvidal and keep him on the ground. If he's able to keep him on the ground, uh, it could spell disaster for him. Um, I can see um, the fight's not going to end early. This is not going to be a knockout fight. It's not going to be a submission fight as neither guy is a submission fighter. And I can see this fight being, like, again, being being ground out through Kamar Usman, keeping him, keeping control on the ground and, and going about it that way. That's how I see this fight playing out. Uh, that's the way it's it's certainly headed, just, the, just stylistically between these two guys. Uh, in terms of that, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun fight card. And, and I see Kamar Usman retaining the belt there. Um, this, again, is going to be a great, great fight card. It's uh, one definitely not to miss. One you definitely want to, you know, to watch and uh, and, and, and just enjoy because that's that's what it's going to be. It's going to be just a simply phenomenal card. So, um, as always, thank you guys so much. You can follow us on Twitter at ISC Cincy or ISC NC, I guess you can say, Impact Sports Cincy on Twitter. And that, I am Chris Asbrock. I will be tweeting uh, the fights tonight along with the uh, FC Cincinnati. Uh, I'm obviously going to do both. Um, it's a great night for sports. So, uh, as always, thank you guys so much for your support. Make sure you check out the website, impactsportscincinnati.wordpress.com. I'm still in the process of switching everything over. Um, as always, thank you guys so much for your support. I truly cannot be more thankful for you guys uh, for your support and checking us out. And as always, thank you guys and have yourselves a fantastic and safe rest of your weekend. Take care. Boom, out of here.